0: Welcome to the Latin Mass Society Iota Unum podcast series, number three. Joseph Shaw in conversation with Daniel Dolly. So this is this is Joseph Shaw again with another podcast for the Iota Unum series for the Latin Mass Society, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Daniel Dolly. Um, Daniel has a a DPhil doctorate from Oxford University in social anthropology. Um, he's admitted this in 2013, and he may have come across the radar of some listeners for his article in the Catholic Herald um, from 2019, last year, um,
1: this year. Uh, January this year. Yeah,
0: January this year, um, mm. because his area of research was the Amazon region. In a, in a broad sense um, in, um, in, in, in Latin America. So, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Daniel is a very distinctive figure, unmistakable figure on the Oxford landscape who I've seen at uh, masses and things over many years. And I'm really, really delighted that in the last um, few months, in fact, we've, we've gotten each other slightly better. So um, Daniel, rather than rabbit on, myself um can you tell us something about the connection between your academic research and, and what it was and your own discovery of the catholic faith
1: well um the two things basically happened virtually concurrently um so i, I i'd um uh, as um uh, an undergraduate, I'd stumbled across the C.S. Lewis Society in in Oxford um, at the suggestion of a friend of mine, and this introduced me to um, to uh, um, Catholics and the idea and and Catholic theology and the idea of church history, which uh, being having been brought up um, in a um, evangelical charismatic kind of house church family, I had no concept of the church having a history. Um, between um uh, the apostles and and um uh nowadays with the you know there was uh, Luther and, and augustine and we were just about aware of those people but um nobody um realized that augustine was actually a catholic for example <laughs> But anyway so um so i came across um uh, catholic theology and i was very impressed with what i found and um and kept on asking questions and Digging further into it, and um, uh, um, uh, and her, heard some talks from Catholic and Orthodox speakers at the Sisler Society, and um, and and uh, uh, eventually I, I I stumbled across the threshold of uh, Saint Barnabas Church. And um, and then and that was my first encounter with kind of uh, Catholic style liturgy. So um, St
0: Barnabas, for the sake of listeners, St Barnabas is a famous church in Oxford. It uh, is indeed a very high Anglican church and it was a splendid building as well.
1: Yes, it's it's definitely worth going inside. It is much more beautiful on the inside than on the outside, which is, funny <laughs> enough, one could regard as as quite a good metaphor for the Catholic church, which <laughs> when you're standing on the outside of it doesn't necessarily look very um attractive and once you go in it starts looking much more beautiful but um well I, I don't know I mean that's a comforting <laughs> thing to hear <laughs> I mean it can go both ways can't it really? I mean, <laughs> maybe I watch it yeah so anyway uh, I'll, I'll let you decide what you think about that but um um what was I saying yes so I st- stumbled into Sub- Barnabas church and and uh, and and uh, liturgy that was my first encounter with liturgy of any kind in fact um and at the same time i was um i began uh, working on a, a an mphil um so i was on, on um again in in um anthropology and um and uh and i i started reading um uh more widely in amazonian anthropology which was my field of interest um and um and uh so on the one hand i had um, anglo-catholic liturgy uh, amazonian anthropology or ethnography i should say more correctly and um and then also i i started going to lectures at um uh blackfriars hall um just because I, I could, being a member of the university, all, all the lectures are, are, um, are open to members of the university, and I spotted these lectures um, uh, on philosophy and theology and all this kind of thing. So I was interested uh, on a personal level and also um, to to try and get a, a more of a background in philosophy because um, um, for, for me, you know, my... my the, as I um, dug more and more into social anthropology, it seemed to me that this was a kind of, almost like a kind of practical philosophy. It's like a kind of, it's another way of testing, testing uh, your assumptions and thoughts about the world is to go and see how other people um, live their lives, uh, apparently according to different assumptions and you see whether or not they work, you know, how they work as it were so it is a kind of a form of practical philosophy because you know um i i, I never really became one of these kind of relativist anthropologists I, I was always interested in in truth um and um anyway so um so um and uh, so on the one hand i i was becoming um acquainted with uh, ideas of sacramentality through through um, uh, Anglo-Catholicism and the C.S.L. Society, and on the other hand, I was reading about all these societies in which bodily substance and food and and um, uh, blood and and semen and all these kinds of things were 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 regarded as kind of spiritually powerful substances. And this idea that that um, kinship, for example, consubstantiality um, or consanguinity, I suppose, um, um, is 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 something which can be created by the sharing of food. This is a common common idea in among Amazonian societies that. Um, that, that kinship, consubstantiality or, con, or consanguinity is, is not something which derives from, you know, some genetic um, beginning that that is um, unchangeable, but it's is something which you have to build up and maintain in the body by the sharing of food and substances and by living together, you know. Um, and um, and uh, the, these bodily forms... That you create by sharing food and living together, they have a kind of a, a spiritual significance, um, which is very different to the kind of ma- materialist idea of of what a what a body is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and it, it seemed to me that it was much closer to um, the kind of uh, Catholic idea of of substance that you. Or, or of of matter that you encounter in, in 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 um in in the sacraments this idea of kind of spiritually powerful substances which you know basically you know that's one way that you could look at the the elements of of um of the eucharist yeah, it, yeah. it's a kind of spiritually potent body right yeah. and and it's also a kind it's also, um, you know, it, it, it's food which gives, which gradually builds up kinship in the people who eat it. Um, I, I, and then, I mean, the the other way, <laughs> the other thing I encountered in 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 Amazonian cosmology was was um, examples of uh, ritual, uh, symbolic cannibalism, and also, um, occasionally, you know. Literal, literal cannibalism. Um, um, there's um, um, none of that left now. But um, um, until uh, there's one tribe that uh, one indigenous group, I should say, that I read about in um, in uh, in uh, um, Brazil, who up until the 1960s practiced funerary cannibalism, so eating eating um, eating their dead. Right, um, and and then there are other examples, um, o- o- older examples of, of societies where there's um, uh, the cannibalism of enemies is recorded, um, and um, but um, and and then of course the, the the human consumption of animals is often conceived of as a as a as a kind of cannibalism because. Because the animals uh, have certain human characteristics, or um, in some societies they regard the animals as, as kind of being humans underneath their animal skin or their animal bodies, and so to eat animals is another form of cannibalism. And and what you do in the process of of cannibalizing an enemy or an animal is that um, uh, they actually y- you acquire um, 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 a certain aspect of their, their kind of characteristics it's almost like um, in, some, in some societies they would talk about um, um, the. so if, if you kill an enemy and then you kind of cannibalize them in some way by absorbing their blood for example um um then their, their 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 spirit or their soul or uh whatever you whatever term they use kind of takes them over from the inside and so 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 you you transform you, you take your enemy you you eat them and and then they kind of take you over from inside and um and i i personally i found it may sound very strange but i found it that that kind of that, that that it was that um there was this kind of startling um uh, congruity between that this kind of concept of of cannibalism and 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 the the eucharist so in the eucharist you see here is the the, the most extreme example of the kind of of the relationship between enemies so God is the the ultimate enemy, the ultimate other. Um, the, you know, the, the, the most distinctive thing about an enemy is that they're other to other to oneself. Mm. And so when we approach God, you know, he is the the, the absolute enemy of, of, of us. Um, but in 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 this kind of ritual cannibalism, we we uh, God gives himself to us to eat. And then o- and takes us over from the inside and we become and then th- thus we're transformed from being enemies into friends.
0: Golly. Gosh, so, that, that is quite a lot to take in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's 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 very interesting. I, before I, I I personally would want to um to, to, to appropriate uh this 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 uh, approach to, to Eucharistic theology, I'd want to know about whether that kind of idea is present in the traditions which are at the root of well in the biblical tradition
1: yes i mean um, i mean I'm, I'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying necessarily that this is a kind of um that this is an orthodox way of thinking about um of thinking about the sacraments <laughs> but um I, I, but, I, I, but 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 it, but it, it it kind of it it just kind of I mean I suppose it highlights the kind of the the unexpected um,
0: yeah.
1: yes. potential for for kind of um, um, uh, for, 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 for Catholic theology to be understood in in an, in an Amazonian concept yeah, you know, yeah that's true it, 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 yeah. The, the, the idea of the, the the Eucharist is not such a strange thing. Mm looked at from the point of view of an, of an Amazonian person who's acquainted with um, with all these different ideas about cannibalism.
0: Whereas this must have been, and all of it, both the C.S. Lewis Society and St. Bonshire Church and Anthropology must have been quite a, um, an eye-opener for someone from a low church background.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes.
0: Spirituality is mediated through a, a very high level of abstraction, I mean, without symbols or with very few, without
1: yeah. you know material yeah. signs and, and and so on. <coughs> yeah. Well, gosh, how amazing! Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, when when I when I um, when I when I walked into St. Barnabas Church, it was like uh, I suddenly realised that all this time I'd been um, I'd been going to a church without a body. Yeah. And, I, and and the the interesting thing was I hadn't realised the, the 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 lack until until I uh, until I saw what it was that I was lacking, you know. Um, what church had you been going to? Um, Saint Aldates.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 So Saint Aldates. I mean, again, for the sake of the reason, again, also a famous church in Oxford, um, an evangelical church.
1: Yeah. Um, I th- I think yeah. both of them incidentally are mentioned in Brideshead We Visited. Along with St. Aloysius. Yes, indeed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is it in that description of all the different people going to different churches on Sunday?
1: Yeah.
0: And of course, yeah. the, the, he that the character is not going to any of them.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, that's <laughs> he, a shame. He,
0: he kind of he thinks that all the people going to different churches, and of course that that still happens. Um it's yeah. it's it, it, those same churches, St. Aloysius, St. Barnabas. Mm. Um, St Aldais and, and, and many others um, well yeah so I mean at a church I mean just to think this through slightly the church I mean St Alde's, um, you know there'd be a great emphasis on preaching um, and um, not a great deal of emphasis on, on, on liturgy and still less on the sacraments and yeah. I don't know how it works now or in your day but I mean historically some of these low churches I mean the, the Eucharist is 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 very much an occasional event. Um, yeah. i remember reading about, uh, well, a book about church architecture, in fact, and it, it pointed out that yeah, there was a kind of some sort of communion table in there, but they only used it once a year. It was a, a Scottish uh, Presbyterian church. I mean, the Eucharist is not. I mean, it exists, but it's not a big thing. So, um, what it what? But it goes beyond that, doesn't it? It's not just. It's it's the whole conception of what the church itself is, as an yeah, yes. abstract spiritual invisible community rather than a. Corporate. Yes,
1: yeah. I mean, what one of the uh, one of the things that struck me powerfully when I when I was going to when I first started going to St. Barnabas and asking questions. Um, uh, you know uh, you know from 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 the priest and from my friends there that I made um in, in that church um, uh, w- yes, yeah, so what one of the things that struck me very powerfully was the idea of the communion of the saints and uh which which you know you encounter through you know praying to the praying to the saints, right mm. um because uh, suddenly. I, I realized that well you know of, of course the, the if you're a Christian you, you don't die when you die so to speak um, you're still you're still there but you know you're 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 um you're, you're still kind of alive in 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 the most important um, sense I suppose yeah. I, I, well uh, but, but then you know so so um so then well, I suppose you're still alive in the sense that you have this re- continuing relationship with the with with the with the whole of the church throughout the, the throughout history, and, and 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 the the saints are there for us to 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 pray to and and to um, ask advice from in the same way that we would when they were here on earth, um, and um, this the, the idea of the kind of continuing the continuing history of the church and also. I mean, you know, the way that relates, of course, to the idea of apostolic succession. Um, so, I, you know, it, it, it had never occurred to me that there could be a, an actual physical connection between um, Christ and myself, but which, of course, is the, you know, is the, that that's the kind of, um, that's what the doctrine of apostolic succession tells you, mm. that there is, and um, and and um, and and that in itself is is amazing. That's you know that's enough to make you not want to be a Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> or, you know, or it's enough to make you take the church seriously. I think.
0: Yes. 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 Think about it like that. Um, so you did um, your 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 film research, which I imagine is 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 an essential part to any degree in anthropology. Yes. Um, and in Ecuador, yeah. So, what did you what did you find in
1: Ecuador? Well, uh, um, in Ecuador, uh, I, I, um, well. Well, first of all, what, what kind of society were you studying, in Ecuador? Well, so I was, I was studying one of the indigenous um, indigenous groups on the western side of the Andes. So, not actually in the Amazon region itself, but. But um, a kind of a similar type of region to the to the Amazon, and and um, in many ways a similar type of society to Amazonian societies. Um, um, quite small, there are uh, two thousand about two thousand five hundred people um, with their own language, um, but bilingual in Spanish uh, uh, and you know and their and their own language. Um, so um so i I, I conducted my fieldwork in in Spanish um, and um what I discovered uh was uh, that everybody had seen ghosts and monsters and uh, 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 and things like that and um and I thought this was quite interesting mm. um and so I started going around the village, collecting people's stories of, of their encounters with ghosts and monsters. Um, m- monster is, is the word. Uh, monster. I'm I'm translating a word um, in their own language, which is ochko, and this word is usually translated as spirit, or or demon, but but the, but. Um, I, I think personally translating words like that as spirit and, and demon gives too much of a kind of Western gloss on what's going on and gives you the idea that these are kind of ephemeral, immaterial, you know, things which anthropologists tend to treat as if they're ideas with no independent reality kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But actually, um, I I would say that you, you can translate or call um just as easily as monster right if if not what's the spanish Hmm? what what, what was it in spanish um well i mean um i well the the the, the spanish uh, the conventional translation would be um um demonio or or espíritu um, which is demon or spirit mm-hmm. um, um but um um the, the the children that I was playing with who first introduced me to Oko um they um they called it, um monster monstro mm-hmm. um um and um what was the other um yeah, so I mean, there's 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 uh, at least two different types of oko, but the same word is used. Um, one would be more kind of um, vamp- vampiric monster, uh, and uh, and the other one would be more like a phantasm or a, a ghost, or maybe even a poltergeist. That, you know, the um, um, the kinds of things that we call ghosts and poltergeists, they would call oko. Mm um and um but the point was that these weren't kind of um um metaphorical things or or kind of or um religious ideas they were these were creatures that you could uh, that you um encountered from time to time in in the forest or around the house or around the village um and and they had um various types of manifestations either either Auditory or um, visual or um, um, all, all sorts of different things. Basically, they were anything that that you might first assume to be the presence of a of a, a, a human or an animal, but for whatever reason, um, something about the experience suggested that they were too they were that they were too strange to be a human or an animal. and 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 the ways in which they could be strange in that sense were potentially indefinite Mm. so it it could be an animal that didn't leave footprints or it could be the noise of a of a horse that goes past but but never actually you you never actually see it the noise goes past but but no no horse right um or um or you see someone um a, a figure in the distance that suddenly disappears or even just a, you know, a figure standing by the side of the road with their face turned away. And someone who you don't recognize, which would be uh, someone who you don't recognize is a very strange thing in a village full of, you know, 80 families where you know everyone and everybody's related to you kind of thing. Um, um, Or it could be, um, uh, you know, a figure jumps into the river and never reappears. Or you, or you might see a a a, a a a figure of a person who you don't recognise floating thirty centimetres above the ground. Or it might be um, a, a strange figure with a with an with an extremely ugly face, or just a kind of weird face, or or something like that. Um, could be a, a, if you're say you were sitting up a tree um, waiting for a, for a um, uh, a, a peccary to come out of the um, come out of the undergrowth you, you know you're sitting up a tree in the dark out hunting and then a, a, someone who you don't recognise just comes along and sh- shakes your branch um, That kind of, and then they you know and then they disappear um, or the sound of a, uh, a crying baby for example that kind of um, that you hear in the in the forest, and you go and look, and there's no nothing there. Um, so,
0: it, it, I mean, what you're describing is is I mean, not in, in an immediate way threatening, perhaps, but but disturbing and perhaps uh,
1: yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, uh, a bad omen.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it could be it could be the omen of, of somebody's death, mm. or it could be it, it could tell you that somebody's about to die, or it could Tell you that somebody's just died and this is their their some manifestation of, of the dead person. Right. How 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 the how the phantasm relates to the soul is a complicated question. Depends who you ask. Right. Whether whether it's whether it's the soul or whether it's some other part of them related to the soul, but not the soul. You know. Um. um yes. It's all. It's all a bit. Um. But, but one interesting thing about it is that when people tell you about these things or they tell you about the afterlife or or uh, um, these kinds of things, they, they, they rely very much on their own experience and the experience of their friends and their um, parents and grandparents. Um, right. And it, it, you, you're not talking about a, an abstract religious system. You're talking about, um, you know, um kind of a few basic principles for the ha- for the way to interpret um um paranormal experiences but there are
0: there are kind of spiritual religious kind of experts aren't there yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so the, the the shamans yes yeah, yeah um yes um yes this yes yes um um i the um what i know about shamans comes from um reading ethnography um and and occasional conversation uh, Well, and, and 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 conversations with s- some of the Tatula about um about um uh, uh about what shamans do but but not really i i didn't talk to shamans themselves about shamanism. Um, I, I was told not to, right.
0: Um,
1: but you know, but uh, the, that was the 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 um, the uh, um, the, the, t- the terms of my permission for 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 um, studying with the Tatchula was that I wasn't allowed to study shamanism.
0: Oh really? So, by by yeah. by who who told you this?
1: Um, the the governor of the Tatchula.
0: Right
1: yeah um um and um, th- this is this is interesting i i mean i don't know whether this is really um uh, what you want the what you want the podcast to be about but um yeah it, it, um um that was basically an issue of, of uh, um um um, indigenous people across um south america quite rightly have woken up to the idea of intellectual property rights yes um, because um because uh, uh they've um, had um um, um eth- 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 ethno pharmacologists and ethno uh uh, p- people coming basically to study their medicinal knowledge and their plant knowledge their botanical knowledge uh, and 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 then um uh, it would appear or this is this is what um what what the people say themselves is that the, these um western scientists have come over and, and, and taken all their knowledge and taken it back to to the west and and made lots of money with it by making drugs and things like that and um now I'm not sure about the ins and outs of all that, but um but um I, I would imagine that they have some some grounds for, for for their for their um um complaints on that point. Uh, and and so um and so uh, they're very um wary of people coming along and wanting st- to study all their shamanic knowledge which is what they regard as their own equivalent to western science so um the the governor called it um scientia uh, Scientia shamanica so shamanic science so so the idea is that if if you know um you've got your western science but we can't go over there and study that so why should you be able to come over here and study our shamanic science and then go away and make lots of money with it well that that that's (laughs) That's quite interesting. Well, um, okay. Well, so so I mean, so I I I I did I did talk to shamans, you know, some of my informants who I talked to in the in the in the course of of, um, of researching ghost encounters were shamans, uh, and some of them had had some shamanic training but weren't actually fully fed shamans. Um, so I I had I had some conversations that touched on shamanism but i didn't i didn't look into it in any detail because i didn't want to infringe the the terms of my permission and also the the one one thing to remember about shamans is that they're very different to ordinary people
0: yeah
1: and um, i was interested in the experience of ordinary people with respect to ghosts and paranormal encounters and their beliefs about the dead and things like that and um and and if if you go and talk to shamans, I you you'll get you get a different you get a different account of what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Sure. That.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us about um, the connection between cosmology and spirituality.
1: Right. Well. Well. Um, so. That sounds um,
0: terribly abstract, but.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yes. Uh, so, um, when, when, when I went to study, when I went to do my fieldwork in, in, in Ecuador, um, um, I, I wasn't yet a Catholic. I was still kind of, uh, I was still kind of in, functionally an Anglo-Catholic, although not officially. Um, um, and, um, and, what I what I discovered was very interesting was that um, um w- one of one of the things that um so so um in the way that people talked about ghosts and spirits, um the these Occor, these monsters, um there was a a, a, a clear a, a fairly clear distinction between the way things used to be and the way things are now so that n- nowadays there's still plenty of ghosts around um these kind of phantasmagoric type manifestations um and and occasionally um the the manifestations of monsters but um but it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be and um and uh, um but sp- people still ha- Um, remembered these stories that that were passed on from grandparents to grandchildren usually um, about how things used to be you know hundreds of years ago right Um, and these are the kinds of stories that anthropologists normally class as myths um, and they analyse them you know I suppose more like literature right than than history Um, but um, but the way people talked about them themselves was that they regarded them as being historical. They re- reflected the way things used to be hundreds, hundreds of years ago. Um, and um, people kept telling these stories because they didn't want people to forget what it was like. Okay. And um, so back back in those days, there was um, the, the dead would routinely come back from the grave they climb bodily out of the grave and come back as these kind of distorted zombie like, um, figures. And they'd, um, um, try to try to go back to their, their ordinary lives and in the process end up killing their children, their grandchildren, um, because they didn't, because they couldn't function anymore. They, they, they mistook things. They, um, um, uh, so there's the the, the uh, what one story was of a of a kind of zombie grandmother who came back and um, and in an attempt to wash her her grandchildren who needed needed a good wash she heated up a, a a pot of boiling water and and stuck her grandchildren in the boiling water and thereby killed them and when and when the um and when the um parents came back and discovered the, 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 the grandmother you know who'd come back from the dead um, and you know her nose was rotting and her you know she, she had all this rotting flesh um, uh, and they discovered what she was doing and they chased her back into the grave and and, and tried to kill her all over again right so k- keeping keeping the dead in the grave is a is a serious problem at least this is this is what you learn from these stories um, and um, and and the the other problem that people had was um these vampiric monsters that would gather near near a house that, that, uh, and um, and and with the intention of coming to eat the occupant and um the the the, the standard story would go that you would when if, if you saw these 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 red the Loubanco, they called the um red um monsters if you saw them gathering around your house, you'd tie up one of your family members inside the house to, to act as bait. And then you'd run off with all your family um, down, um, you'd have to run off uh, down river in the river so that they couldn't follow your scent so that the uh, river would wash your, your um, the scent away. And, um, you know, and there were stories of people smothering their babies to, to avoid them Giving, giving them away, you know, um, in order to, to uh, stop them crying. And, and, and so this, you know, this is a really kind of horrific uh, um, cultural memory of how things used to be. Um, and um, um, one of the reasons, one of the explanations for why things are not like that nowadays is that um, the church came along Mm-hmm. And the Tachula the receives baptism. And they received the word of God and the and the Spirit of God, which protected them from the, the monsters. And and one of the one of the other effects of baptism is that it it, it keeps you in the grave. If, if you've been baptized and you're a good person, those two things are connected, the idea of being baptized and a good person. Um, is um uh, that's what makes you rest in peace. If you're not a good person, if you're not baptized, then then you're going to come back and you're going to disturb, you're going to um molest your living relatives and and you may even um kill them um, um so so these these are, are uh powerful motivations for christian for, for, for baptism right but but they're not kind of moral motivations they're kind of they're um they're um they're practical they're to do with um <laughs> yes <laughs> um <laughs> defending yourself from spirits yes of course and the, and the fact that they believe i mean someone who believes
0: that baptism will defend them against spirits is someone who is very willing to—I mean, who, who obviously believes in the power of of, of the sacrament.
1: Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. who seeks
0: baptism on that basis is certainly not doing so insincerely.
1: No, no, no. Exactly. You—you you, 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 you receive baptism because you're because you because you're convinced it's going to work. <laughs> you know, this is you know, this is the bit. You know, this is the the biggest. You know human society can can uh, you know can barely survive under the kind of spiritual assault which is remembered in these in these um ancestral stories about monsters and ghosts and um and 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 so so the, the 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 principal job of the shaman is to defend um uh, defend people from ghosts and monsters and also from animals who and animals in traditional um, amazonian cosmology are are, are potential enemies um, they, you know they they they're not um they're not um, um, harmonious cooperators they 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 can be prevailed upon to cooperate in return for you know <laughs> You know, you can strike a deal with them, right? Mm. Um, but but it, these are these are political deals with with um, with um, with with a kind of potential adversary who's at least as powerful as you are, mm. right? Um, the, and and this is in this co- this is the context of, of human society in in, in the Amazon it, is you're 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 potentially under constant Attack from the the spirits who inhabit the forest and the rivers and 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 um, um, the d- different parts of the environment. Um, on so that's that's the, the 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 spirits and then you have the the dead on the other hand your own dead who come back and threaten you because you know in the process of dying they become an enemy you know almost like a uh, part of an enemy society. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then you also have all the animals, so you're surrounded by enemies. And you also have you know, the, 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 the human group over the hill who, are, who speak a different language and do things differently to you. And they are also um, enemies in the same way that the animals and the dead are. Yeah. And, um, and, and um, all your relations with these enemies are, are, are political and also spiritual. And they're negotiated by the shamans, and 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 that the 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 role of the shamans in that kind of situation makes them extremely powerful people, um, and and they they um, um, they, uh, they 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 um, perform their um, um, their role in return for payment. Mm. So if, if you know if. So you need to keep the shamans happy too, right? Because otherwise they could um, (laughs) um, uh, um, practice vengeance upon you by getting one of their spirit helpers to come and curse you and kill you, Mm. make you make you ill, or you know, and or kill you. Um, So um, so the shaman is not a benign figure. Either, but he's indispensable because you need him to protect you against all these these um, these enemies. Mm. Uh, then the church comes along, and um, and um, the well, this is the thing: the, the the kind of if you look at the traditional practices of the church, tradition, the traditional rite of baptism, for example, in the Tridentine rite, is full of exorcistic um, practices. Mm. Uh, you were telling me the other day how many different well, exorcistic are, rites are there? Three exorcisms
0: of the baby, and then salt might be exercised too in the course of the ceremony if it's not already been done.
1: Yeah. So, um, it, yeah, so basically uh, baptism is a fundamentally exorcistic mm. right, um, and um, and so when you have you you have the church come along and and offer this protection, um, which they, they ought to offer for free. I mean, th- there are examples of, of um, simony in the history of, of uh, the missions in, in um, uh, South America, but, you know, um, officially at least, baptism is something which, which is free. And, and, um, and it provides a, um, a, a permanent, um, change, which a, 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 a permanent spiritual defense, mm. it 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 it, um, it pushes the spirits back. It increases the the distance between humans and animals, mm. um, which means that the animals are, aren't able to molest human society in the same way that they did, um, and. And it it also means that when you die, instead of becoming an enemy, you remain a friend. Uh, And it introduces this kind of moral access, um, moral axis, I should say, uh, uh, um, which cuts across the divide between the living and the dead. And so and becomes more important than that division. So, you know. Um, so if, if, if you're you, you then have this new category of the good dead um, and, and, and they they rather than being your enemy they are your friends and they come back and help you um, they give you advice or appear to you in dreams and they, they support you um, and, and that kind of thing is kind of is um, a fundamental change in the nature of of the cosmos with uh, in respect to the kind of in the amazonian context mm-hmm. um to transform the dead from from enemies into friends um and all and so that that's one trans cosmological transformation the other one is the defense against the spirits and the, the third one is is the this kind of separation between the humans and the animals so humans uh well animals Presenting themselves as
0: as humans, um, yeah, and posing a a a threat which is which is not just a physical threat uh, as to a you know hunter in the in the forest from a jaguar or something, but actually a spiritual yeah 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 you know to take your to take your 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 soul away or to 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 transform you into something that you're not or, or yeah
1: yeah 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 that's that's the kind of threat that the Animals pose in traditional Amazonian cosmology. Um, um, you know, obviously, the, you know, I mean, the Amazon is a huge region with many different cultures, and and so you have to be careful to make, uh, you know, in making generalizations. Um, but um, um, you know, so so you you you, you will, you'll find it, it. There are different ideas in different societies but um this is one of the kind of characteristic features of 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 at least many amazonian societies um sure and um the way that the 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 the, the
0: shamans negotiate spiritually with these different things and and also the way that the, the 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 missionaries um arriving on the scene 500 years ago um negotiated with this was, was through ritual um and through sacred language through yes yeah. objects um water um sacramentals of various kinds um in the case of the christians um the sacraments of course in the case of the shamans presumably all kinds of of, of talismans and, and and
1: uh yeah so so the, the shamans um shamans typically use kind of um, spiritually powerful objects mm. um and uh, um you know so so you have particular objects which are in, which are but it, it's kind of it's not always difficult to understand what how the shamans um how the shamans conceive of these objects because sometimes they're kind of um You you know, obviously, you're you're kind of translating shamanic ideas into into you know an English language which doesn't really have the equivalent concepts. But um, um, and so sometimes this, sometimes you 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 find it being described as like um, um, objects which are kind of imbued with the spirits or with particular spirits. Uh sometimes it might be that the objects themselves are power uh, you know are kind of spiritually powerful or um you know the 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 the, the precise significance is 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 difficult to determine but and and obviously it would be different from one society to the other but the 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 basic principle of of using spiritually powerful objects is one which is common to shamanism and obviously to christianity although there's this the objects the ritual objects have a spiritual power you know for a different reason or in a different
0: yes well indeed i mean one can say endlessly about how you know how the theological explanation is 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 distinct and and the the cosmology lying behind it is distinct and that's that's true but it's it's also very easy to see you know from the from the point of view of the the people who are being evangelized that in a um in a, in a in a sense which is perhaps superficial but also I think also quite profound that the 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 priests are competing with the same spiritual forces um as the the shamans are doing and they they're kind of doing it on their own terms they're doing it in terms which they those people can understand and which is successful in those terms yeah um, so there's a kind of contrast between the way that the church would approach this and the way that I don't know. Imagine Voltaire goes to goes to the jungle um, and you know is charged with kind of dealing with the spiritual difficulties of, of some village or something. I mean, he would be trying to get them to have a kind of conversion experience of a completely different kind, which would yeah yeah cut them off from their pre-existing ideas in a very different way.
1: Yeah, yes. I mean, may, may I just say, um, um, I, I, I don't think, to, to me, it, it seems as if, you know, in the encounter between the sh- sh- shamanic societies in, in, in the Amazon mm. and, and the church, what what is going what's going on is that um you're you're not asking people to stop believing one thing and start believing another you know you're not telling people what you believe about the way the world works is wrong yeah this is the right way to to think about it um because actually um um what um as, as as far as I can see, what 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 the church does, at least you know the the the, the traditional uh, approach of the church is 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 uh, uh, as you say is much more you know in the same terms as the the shamanic mm. cosmologies. Um, they're not saying that all these spirits don't exist. You you're just making it up, and you should you should be, be, you know become a. a, a a good, a good Christian who believes in, you know, being a good person and all these demons don't, you know, don't actually exist and you should stop worrying about them. Yeah. That's not what you're saying. It's, you know, you're, what you're saying is that, um, um, yes, we, we, we accept that these spirits exist and, and this is precisely what the church has come to overthrow and to yeah. stand against. Yeah. and to protect you against yeah. so you, you're not kind of you're not you're not asking them to, to change their belief you're giving them a more powerful way to protect themselves yeah um, yeah yeah well and i i well. and, and and then also you know you, you're but in the arrival of the church and the saints and the angels and all of all of the the spiritual hierarchy that the the that, 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 that the church um contains um you you're kind of you're changing the spiritual landscape of the place and 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 the kind of which is also a political landscape you know it's um um you're but you're basically changing the politics by by you know suddenly you have you know it's like the the um it's like if i (laughs) forgive the analogy if um if um so you you have um I'm trying to think of a uh, of a yeah so so you have you have a a, a, a haggard haggard society holding out against some greater foe right and then suddenly the 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 massive firepower of you know of uh, of the United States comes along uh, and 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 is on the side of the um the the, the this haggard underdog. And, and eliminates the opposition right mm. that's the kind of that's i mean it, it's not a very um, felicitous analogy <laughs> but 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 um you know what what the church is 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 a kind of spiritual superpower yeah suddenly arriving on the shores of 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 of, of um of the amazon yeah. with, with these human societies under terrible spiritual spiritual assault Against which they have I- inadequate defense and, and suddenly completely changing the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, I mean you this isn't, I mean, this shouldn't surprise people because this is actually what happened in the ancient world. Um, so you in the in, in Acts, you see the apostles going out into yeah, yeah. the pagan society, and so you know, St. Peter has this encounter with this possessed woman who, who is who is employed. I mean, she's a slave, but on her her role is to is to prophesy um, for money, um, to make money for her owner. Um, and he exorcises her, uh, much to the consternation of her owner. Um, and yeah, yeah. I love that story because it kind of it says so much about ancient spirituality. It's 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 it's, it's not about a you know oh uh, about being good. Um, it's about the the use and abuse of
1: this this spiritual world
0: Mm, um which which is which is objectively out there whether you like it or not
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah Um, and
0: it's it it can be threatening it can be convenient you can try and get power over it um and it can come back and bite you and all sorts of things can happen um but it's 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 certainly real and what you need from christianity is protection
1: Yeah, yeah yeah
0: not not perhaps like well again another story from from acts is is um you know simon major's wanting to buy the power to do miracles because yeah. example, here's the spiritual superpower and i can use that to exploit and dominate and and of course he's told to get lost you know, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> because that's not what it's for this is yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's it's um and that's well i mean this is this is and this is this happens in, in Africa and it's happened in, in, in um, uh, whenever the church encounters what we might in a very, very broad sense call traditional societies, um, whether it's it's you know, polytheistic or animist or, or, or whatever you like to call it. It's, it's um, the church is a player in that game.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, And, and you know, the biggest one on the block. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: yes yes that's that's right and it's it's um and uh, and and yeah.
1: and that's what makes it attractive yeah to traditional you know to 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 these traditional societies yeah yeah, um yes
0: yeah. that's right i mean it, it kind well, of at
1: least uh, that's what that's what makes its spiritual power attractive yeah yes uh, yes i mean you know i mean it's
0: yeah. yes i we're we're, we're kind of drawing to the end of the time that, that we've allotted ourselves, and I, I, I don't want to go too, too much over time, but I, in, this, in this context, I, I just want to ask you about this kind of, this conception of traditional societies, and particularly of the Amazon, um, which has been created by, um, well, I don't know who exactly, um, it's, it's a kind of, it's, it's, a, it's a continuation of the kind of Rousseauist, noble, savage, uh, mythology. Um, and of course we saw it, we saw people talking about it. Um, I don't know exactly what role they had, these people and, and what what level of information they had about it, but say, oh well it's it's there's this kind of ideal society out there. And it's ideal because it hasn't been tainted with the west by the West. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, as yeah. if the fall happened in the West and it hasn't yet reached these
1: yeah. sciences. <laughs>
0: And, I mean, sort You can see exactly where it comes from because it comes from Rousseau. You know, it comes from Rousseau yeah. and other people, um, and it's 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 not something which which you find anthropologists who've done field research in these places saying
1: no, no.
0: <laughs> and what what do you make of that? You know, that conception of 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 the the, you know, the traditional society.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 false. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you, you you may you may be able to find a, an example of a, of a of a of an extremely harmonious society. Um, you know, I mean, and I, I I do believe it's possible to 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 judge between you know different societies and and to to make judgments about which societies are better than others uh, you know on, on on different points but um but um, there are at least as many societies in um in the amazon that are uh um that, that, you know that, that aren't well let's let's not, let's not make too many generalizations but i but uh, but but at least that kind of generalisation—that that, that these traditional societies are uh, on the, um, you know, um, harmonious within themselves, with the, you know, a harmonious human society, and, and also harmonious in their relationships with them, um, with the environment—that that is false. It's not the case. Um, um, you know, you have in the Amazon, you have some of the societies which, when 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 they were at first contacted and documented by anthropologists were among the most violent societies anywhere recorded right and um and in in these these small scale traditional societies you know from which you know no no taint of western influence or or uh, anything like that had had arrived the the leading cause of death was was murder yeah. and and after and after that um um, the most common cause of death was snakebite, and um, and it, it's one one thing you find quite commonly in in the Amazon is the idea that there isn't uh, there is there's no such thing as an accidental death. Ev- every death is caused by a curse or by being you know or or you know as in the case of murder it's you know the cause is obvious. But in the ca- in the cases of, of apparent accidents of which um snake bite is a particular kind um those would be regarded as as being brought about by curses so they're also a form of murder so um and so you have in societies like that um they are they're riven with with vengeance Mm -hmm. and and interpersonal violence and you know um there, there may be examples of harmonious relationships within them, um, uh, between um, between spouses or or, or between uh, parents and children, but um, but that's not to say that they're you know harmonious societies. No, they're not. They they used to be extremely violent, and and um, and they stopped being so violent when the missionaries arrived. Yeah. Um, and, um, I mean, you, you know, I mean, it, it's a very complicated moral quandary because at the same time, you know, so the missionaries um, um, brought with them the idea of f- forgiveness and, you know, and and, and the idea of deaths that didn't need to be revenged and, um, and all of that. But they also brought with them measles and... Um, Uh, malaria and um hepatitis and the common cold and all these things which which um which um killed um, many many people Mm. so you know it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a morally it's a big mess right yeah but um but um but to characterise these societies as in some way kind of Rousseauian and harmonious is a complete travesty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, if i may, if I may say, when I read the um, uh, the um, synod working document for the Amazon synod, um, it read to me as if it had been written by someone with no experience of Amazonian ethnography. Mm. And with no experience of what it's actually like to live in the amazon and um and i and i'm afraid to say that um the pope's response um read the same way
0: yeah
1: yeah i mean it, I, I, and 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 the, the the fact that the amazon synod document which was supposed to be about the church's um, mission, you know, with respect to Amazonian spirituality, the fact that that document made no mention anywhere of shamans or shamanism, not one mention, right. Right. is extraordinary. When you consider that shamans are, the, are, the, are, the, are they the, the most important characteristic feature of Amazonian spirituality. Yes, yes. And well, and, yeah. and the the sh- sh- shamans are capable of doing good things, you know. They're they're healers and curers, and you know, and, and um, you know, they they have they have power which they can use for good, but um, that's you know, <laughs> but but they can also kill and curse yeah. and take vengeance. Um, and and uh, and there's there's no there's no check on on that on the use of that power other than you know other than the shaman's own personal integrity or you know or um so you know i mean yeah uh, shaman's then, are extremely dangerous figures yes
0: yes well indeed i think i mean there's a there's a, i think I, I i my my extremely limited contact with with this whole this whole world um academic world i mean there's there's Debate isn't there about the degree to which shamans are, are regarded positively and negatively in different societies? And are they, you know, are they, are they possible the problem
1: or are they part of the solution? Yes,
0: yes. No doubt it, it it varies. But let me ask you one
1: final. Oh, question. Oh yes, um, um, yes, it yeah. it, it, uh, it does vary. Yes, but um, um, so one shouldn't assume that <laughs> yes. that the shamans will be on your side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, let me ask you one final question, which is. Um,
0: Pope Francis asked us to, to, to think about, um, to create um, a church with an Amazonian face. Yeah, we were given some idea of what that, that, that might mean, although it was quite vague, but what would you say a church with an Amazonian face would be like? What would that face look like?
1: What, what, what would it look like or what, what ought it to look like? What, what, what should it look like? What, what, what is what is, on
0: the one hand, the good that we can learn, the good thing that we can learn from Amazon, and, and on the other hand, the what should we be doing for the Amazon?
1: Yeah, well... <laughs> as, as, um, as Catholics. Yeah. Um, well... Uh, um...
0: Mm, um. (laughs) To to, to get you in the mood, um, the the idea was, which in fact the Pope rejected in the end, one idea which was was debated intensively was, we should give up on celibacy, because celibacy is irrelevant to the question, the question is, what what we need to do is is think about um, easier access to the sacraments using, I don't know, lay people um, and all that sort of thing. Now, that's on the kind of the kind of problem, spiritual problem that that, that the the Amazonians people um, live with, that seems somewhat beside the point.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I wouldn't say that um, celibacy is irrelevant. Uh, I, I mean, the um, I, I, I se- sexual abstinence. Um, is um is um readily understandable in in amazonian societies in the context of shamanism shamans um uh during your period of shamanic apprenticeship um characteristic of that period is uh, is a period is a is a period of sexual abstinence you have to be sexually abstinent in order to um become a successful shaman and um And uh, I'm not sure how common it is, but I did meet um, uh, uh, one one shaman who was unmarried. Uh, And my my strong suspicion is that, you know, if you meet an unmarried shaman, you assume that that's because he's got some relationship with a spirit. Yeah which requires him to be sexually abstinent because these relationships between shamans and spirits are very often thought about in a, a, a kind of, in a kind of marital, in marital terms, yeah. right? Yeah. So the, the shamans going, the, the spirit is going to be jealous, you know, it, of you. Uh, and, and that's, that's the explanation for sexual abstinence. So the, the, there is a clear connection there between sexual abstinence and spiritual power yeah um of course in in the in the um in the uh christian conception um um it, it is somewhat different but there's a clear point of contact you know the 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 priest is is in a kind of quasi marital relationship with uh, uh with with god or with the church you know there, there is that kind of um that same kind of element um but in you know in a permanent sense and that makes sense because it because you know if if you think as you ought to (laughs) um that the power of the the priest is greater than the power of the shaman then it's no surprise that the sexual abstinence is greater yeah um um yeah so um yes yes so so well so (laughs) What I would say about uh, you know the church with the Amazonian face, I would say the the best way to arrive at that um, outcome is not to to kind of um, invite people to sit on a committee and, and come up with a, uh, a a new form of liturgy, but for, to you know to to give the Am- Amazonian people the chance to um, to, to to see genuine traditional catholic liturgy mm. which uses we know which operates on the same level as their own traditional religious practices you know and and, and these people they don't they don't they don't find um um the uh, ritual obscurantism off-putting you know it makes sense you know they're used to shamans doing ritual things that they have no clue about and using ritual languages that they don't understand and and um, and they're also used to the this the the sexual division of labor so there's you know all those things the fact that a priest you know the fact that only a man can be a priest that makes you know there's there's no problem with that in in traditional um, Amazonian society, um, <laughs> you, you know, in, in fact, if anything, it'd be surprising if um, if um, if ritual um, um, if ritual um, tasks could be performed by men and women without any distinction. I mean, you do okay, you do sometimes meet um, female shamans, but most shamans are are men. Um, but anyway um yeah so so give them the the traditional catholicism which comes you know in the same you know something recognizable to their own traditional religion um give them the full you know the, the the full deal and 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 let them then kind of um gradually produce the variations on those traditions um within their own culture i think you know i mean the the um the the, the, the enculturation of the liturgy happens not so much you know in, in the fundamentals of the rites but in the in the ornamentation you know in right. the in the decoration yes. in you know um, and um and it's it's through those kind of gradual variations and developments that you, you that you end up eventually with a with an amazonian way of doing the tridentine rite for example
0: yes um, yes
1: so you know, so it would be manifested in in the decorations of the textiles and the the the, the decorations on the on the altar cloths and and um, and um, and uh, su- such things as that and and um, the comp- the composition of of sequences and hymns and and things like that, which is which is the way that the Serum rite evolved and the Ambrosian and the you know. <laughs> um, and all the other ones. Um, yes, yes. Well, it, it's but but but, but that that, yeah. that requires that requires time, doesn't it? And um, it I does. Imagine.
0: It it does. I mean, it's it, it's it's. I mean, it's a, a funny thing. I, I was thinking about this whole Amazon similar business, um, and I, I had to I had to do a drive somewhere, um, and I was listening to Classic FM, and they played this extraordinary um piece of music which was a um written in a peruvian native language right um in the renaissance style it was renaissance polyphony written in latin america um and in this language um, but with this extraordinary, I mean, it's an amazing inculturation. I can't, I can't remember its name. I think it's quite well known, but I, I can't remember. It was the first piece of music to be printed in South America um, and right. from the 16th century.
1: Sounds marvelous.
0: And and of course, you you also have in, in easier, more easily identifiable, you know, the tradition of, of, of um, Latin American baroque architecture right yeah which is very much its own thing which very much expresses that uh gives gives a a concrete form to the spirit of you know local aesthetic sensibility yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: um i mean it's it's amazing and that is that's the genius of the catholic church that it's it's able to to do that and of course that the first thing that the missionaries wanted to do in, in in mexico um these things do take time but the first thing they wanted to do was have a native clergy
1: Right, yeah so, yeah yeah you know, the,
0: the, the contrast between the way the church engages with these cultures and the way a colonial administration engages yeah, yeah, yeah. is very very stark yeah. yeah so you think of the British preventing uh, people setting up factories in India garage yeah. because they didn't want them competing with them well the church is almost like the opposite they kind of, yeah they're, yeah yeah they're desperate yeah. for the local people yeah, yeah, to yeah. Kind of take the strain. Um, and, um, and that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that's, that's,
1: that's, um, that, that flowers in yeah. the right conditions of yeah. the church. Yeah. I mean, so the, I, I agree. I think, th- I think that, you know, uh, the, probably, as you say, the most important, um, well, w- w- one important step in, in kind of enculturating Catholic faith in, in, in the Amazon is, is to, to form um, indigenous clergy. But but um, you know b- before you can inculcate the faith, you have to you have to you have to give people the faith yes in entirety. Yes. Y- you, sh- you, shouldn't, you, sh- you shouldn't water it down or adapt it in the process of delivering it. Yeah. You know, let let, yeah. let 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 them let them, you know, um um give it to them to the best of your ability in the same way that you'd give it to anyone else and 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 let them think about how to make sense of it yeah for themselves um but get, get, you know give them the chance to have a you know to have a, the same kind of um seminary education as you would get in in rome yes indeed indeed well we
0: we, we must stop now so um daniel thank you thank you very much and and perhaps we'll we'll even revisit these these issues and others um in in the future you've been listening to the iota unum latin best society podcast for more information on this series go to lms.org.uk